Hey, Melissa. Hey, Robert. Got something for you today before we start uh, on our next podcast. You ready? Oh, absolutely. I brought some British tea. <gasps> Marvelous. Yeah, I love so tea. It's tea time. You ready tea to drink time? a little tea? Oh, am I ever. Yeah, that's Thank actually you. from London from our trip a couple, well, last year. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, and you brought honey, too. Thank you. Yes, you need a little sweet. <laughs> I do. I like honey in the tea. Thank I, you. I know I do. So, mm. Thank you, Robert. Well, you know, recently I've been reading about the Boston Tea Party, and as I did, I was thunderstruck at how significant the tea was to the people living in the 17th and 18th centuries. Mm. Tea was not only a drink of this era consumed, but it was also a critical part of the economy and the government. If you think about it, what comes to mind when you think of tea? Well, I think of um, like afternoon tea. So mm. like England or Britain or whatever. Um, or I did see a Japanese tea ceremony performed once. I wasn't in Japan. I was just in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> but it was a very unique ceremony. So I, I guess I think of those things like England, Japan. Yeah, interesting. It's uh, even more interesting that you didn't say anything about America. Prior to the American Revolution, this was the drink of choice oh. by the American colonists. Yeah, America doesn't really necessarily leap to mind with tea. Well, as we drink some tea, let's review a few things. At the end of this two-part enlightening, possibly award-winning podcast, <laughs> my hope is that the listener will be able to answer four questions. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, question number one is why is tea so important to both England and the American colonists? All right. We'll focus mostly on the English in this part one. What does tea mean, uh, tea have to do with the American Revolution? Hmm. And what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? Hmm. And then finally, number four, what are the consequences of the Boston Tea Party? All right. So we'll try to answer those in the next two uh, podcasts here. Excellent. To begin, to begin, this first part is necessary to give a short history lesson about tea. I have uh, to thank Tom Standage, who wrote an excellent book about tea, The History of the World in Six Glasses. Mm. Of course, one of those glasses was ah. tea. Okay, The history of tea starts in the eastern Himalayas on the Chinese-Indian uh, border. The first use of tea, oddly enough, was not to drink. Yeah. People used it as uh, instead as medicine and as a food source. Those that used it noticed that chewing the leaves oh. provide an invigorating effect, wow. which is the caffeine that we so sure. like. I bet if yeah. you just straight on chew yeah. the tea, that would have a good source of caffeine. And if you ever have a wound, it's also good for healing oh. powers. So wow. you can put it on your wound. So wow. neither one of those did I know. Moreover, Siddharta Gautama, known as the as Buddha, used it for medic, uh, meditation purposes. He found that it banished fatigue, again the caffeine, <laughs> and enhanced concentration, mm -hmm. caffeine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can see tea was an important element in the Buddhist religion. Tea also influenced China during the Tang Dynasty, which is roughly 600 to 900 CE or Common Era. Population surged. Do you know why? Well, I'm guessing if they were using tea, like you said, as a medicine, um, 
and you know it's kind of known to have healing properties um maybe that helped keep people healthier and people alive exactly right. you got it tea kills bacteria that causes uh, cholera hmm. typhoid dysentery among other diseases in short it is a water purifier that reduces waterborne diseases um. Believe it or not, tea became so valuable that it was used as a form of currency in Asia. They had bricks of tea. In 1191, knowledge about tea jumped over the East China Sea to Japan. Once again, a Buddhist monk uh, uh, took this tea and brought it over there. He also wrote a book about the benefits of tea. Today, tea ceremonies and tea gardens or staple of Japanese culture, yeah. hmm. kind of like deep dish pizza is for <laughs> Chicagoans. So where do you think tea will jump to next? Well, I'm guessing it made its way um, maybe to Europe when they were like trading it or shipping it there. Boy, are you smart. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> As I've talked about in class, the Portuguese were the first to trade uh, by sea with Asia. Shortly after they discovered the water routes to this area, uh, other countries followed like the Dutch who brought tea to England in, 16, in the 1650s. At first, tea had little impact on England due to the cost. Hmm. It was much more expensive than other drinks, including coffee. Well, that's interesting you say that because, I mean, today, tea in England are like, so what? what caused it to become so important? A great question. There are two basic reasons why tea really took off in England. Yeah. One is Catherine, the daughter of King John of Portugal, married the English king, Charles II. When she did, her dowry included trading posts in Asia that happened to export tea. Besides this, Catherine loved drinking tea. See the, uh, seeing the queen drink tea the aristocrats soon followed suit. So that's one reason. The second reason is the British East Indian Company, which was granted a monopoly on imports from Asia by the king. With this monopoly, as imports of tea began to climb, prices began to drop. A little economics lesson. Yep. At its peak, tea represented 60% of the East wow. Indian Company total trade. Wow. So yeah, an enormous part of um, overall trade for Great Britain. In short, the Queen made tea fashionable and the East Indian Company made it available. Ah. Uh, the other element that's kind of interesting is with the growth of tea in England, it also uh, caused an increased demand for porcelain or China. Hmm. Since China was so expensive, a British innovator Joshua Wedgwood came up with his own tea service company that produced Wedgwood, which is a oh. very similar product to yep. China. This was so successful that by 1791, England stopped importing any China or porcelain wow. from China. Amazing. And as we've discussed already, the, like the impact of tea in Asia, tea in England helped this country become the first industrialized superpower in the world by increasing the labor force. It lowered infant mortality rates, therefore driving up population wow. and improving worker productivity because of... Wow. So just the same, just like in Asia. Right. So you came over to England and they saw the great 
All the great benefits. Exactly. So let's circle back to how all this relates to the tea revolts in the colonies, of which Boston is mm. the most known or famous. Well, before 1773, the British government had two problems related to tea that needed to, they needed to resolve. The first of these problems was that tea represented about 10% of all revenues of the British government, meaning that it was not only economically important, but politically important as well. The second problem, and probably more important, was the East Indian Company was going bankrupt. The government had already infused a loan into the company of 1.4 billion pounds. Wow. To make things even more interesting is that English politicians at the time were also directly invested in the company, ah. so they had an economic um, benefit by propping up this company. Mm -hmm. So if that company went under, they were going to be hurt financially as well. That was not illegal at the time, but um, probably we look at it in hindsight as being morally wrong. Yeah. Now that you you know something about the history of tea and its effects on Asia and Great Britain, let's take one more leap to uh, the colonies. You got it. Uh, a plus. Yep, yep. Nice job. Thanks. <laughs> you need to take my class. <laughs> I'd love to take your class. With that, let me end part one with a quote from a British writer who declared, thank God for tea. What would the world do without tea? How did it exist? Do you want more tea? Absolutely. Here, here. We'll see you on the next part two of po this podcast.